0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to this week's Thursday edition of The Portrait System. Today, we have a Clubhouse chat with Ashley Taylor and Kevin Condé, and their special guest is Tiffany Chapman, and she's based in Massachusetts. Ashley and Kevin chatted with Tiffany about what she specifically did during the pandemic to keep her business open and thriving. They also took questions from the people listening on the Clubhouse app, and as usual, it was a fun talk with lots of great information for you. Okay, let's get started with Ashley, Kevin, and Tiffany.
1: Welcome, everyone, to the Portrait System Podcast Clubhouse Edition. My name is Kevin Condé, and I'm here with my co-host, Ashley Taylor. If you are not familiar with the Portrait System, we are a portrait photography podcast that is powered by Sue Bryce Education. Nikki Klosser hosts uh, our regular Monday episodes, and Ashley and I co-host our Clubhouse Edition, which is live here on the Clubhouse app every Friday at noon Pacific. And then our episodes are released on Thursdays. You can tune in on your favorite podcast app by searching for Portrait system. Ashley, how are you doing on this beautiful day?
2: Hey Kevin! I'm so excited to be here co-hosting our chat with you again today. And I'm excited to introduce our guest for today, Tiffany Chapman. She's a New England-based portrait and branding photographer. Welcome, Tiffany. Thank you for having me. Okay, well, let's get started. So um Tiffany, I wanted to bring you on today because I know you have such an inspiring story and I know that in April of 2020, which was the height of the pandemic, Mm -hmm. you wrote in the SBE members only group that you had been furloughed from your day job. And you said, quote, I am not even sure if I should be jumping up and down or having a mini (laughs) meltdown. My dream has been to quit this full-time job in the next few years to pursue my portrait business full-time. But this unexpected event has fast-forwarded me into full-out panic mode. Mm-hmm. But the good news is, <laughs> since then, I've noticed that you've had so many posts about selling top packages and getting loads of referrals from past clients and just thriving. So we really wanted to bring you here to deep dive into your story about just thriving in the middle of a pandemic, even after getting furloughed from your day job. So yeah. let's take it back to April of last year. And can you tell us a bit about where you were at in your portrait business when you like got furloughed? For example, like what what were you shooting? How often
3: were you shooting the genre, your average sale? Just like walk us through that time. Sure. Um, so I have a, a portrait studio and I had gotten that um, in 2018. And the reason for that is because I realized that I really fell in love with the portrait genre. Um, I have been photographing weddings, and Ashley, you know that, um, and, and, you know, just as something that that's how I started, mostly like everyone else does, you know, we start out in weddings, and then we, we kind of fall into what we really love, or we stay with weddings, but I'm falling out of love with weddings, for sure, <laughs> um, but I was, you know, back in 2020, in April, I felt like, wow, at least I have something to fall back into, you know, because weddings were on hold, um, obviously. And I was doing a lot of um, beauty portraits. I did had been doing a lot of branding portraits as well the year before. But I'm telling you, last year was like, everybody wanted to be seen. And I say everybody meaning like small businesses really were like, I need to be seen on my online presence, um, on my, you know, business cards, because I can't be seen in person or I'm behind a mask. Um, and my, you know, at that point, my average sale was five or $600. I'm going to be really honest. Um <laughs> <laughs> a little embarrassing. No, it's not.
1: <laughs> is that with weddings? With the, the um, wedding no, no. or was that, was no, no, that
3: no, also no, no. the portraits that was you were just, doing? That was just the portraits I was doing. I was not valley valuing myself as much as I should have. Um, Of course, I listened to many of Sue's um, talks and just kind of, you know, got out of my slump a little bit because, you know, being furloughed is, it's okay. You're, you know, you're not getting paid, but you're getting unemployment. But same time, I'm like, well, what if they don't ask me back? Um, So I was just kind of doing that survival mode, like you had said. And um, at that point though, I also knew that I could, I could, I use this word because everyone else does pivot, um, to make the business thrive, um, by introducing more business branding and raising my prices because I feel people were, were at that point where it was a little scary. Cause like, who's going to spend money in the pandemic, right? The right. people were, it, it was, it was definitely nerve wracking, um, but I, I feel like I would say May was about the time that people started crawling out from underneath a little bit of their, yeah. you know, <laughs> of the rocks
1: and people getting cabin fever.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the war- <laughs> like, Okay, the weather. I'm done being inside.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah The weather was getting warmer and, um, and I started just marketing like crazy. Um, and I also was, you know, apprehensive. Like, what's my job going to do? What, you know, I've been laid, you know, furloughed for three months, and um, I got a notification at the end of June that they wanted to meet with me in July, and they terminated me. Um, yeah, it was a little bit of an ego bust for me. But like I said in that post, Ashley and Kevin, I, I was, I needed that push off the cliff. I needed it so badly. Um, because I don't, I love the comfort of having that steady paycheck. Of course, <laughs> I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, over 30 years in the corporate world, in some respect, um, I was like comfort, you know? Um, but you I do. also have had this passion for portraits and, um, I just love Sue's business model. I love everything she's given us. And I just, I drank it all like just hook, line and sinker, got, got the studio and it just went from there. But last year really was, it was scary. I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. There were some scary times that I was like, am I gonna be able to do this? Um, you know, full time, especially when they kind of gave me the, um, the boot, but, <laughs> uh, you know, it was, I was in the IT field and I had never went to school for it. So it was kind of an ego, um, busting a little bit like oh I guess you know but I fell out of love with it like I'd said it just wasn't for me anymore and yeah I and the business branding just all of a sudden it just kicked off mm. like I had said
1: Go at ahead, this see. point how yeah. f- how involved were you or knowledgeable with Sue's uh portrait model uh Were you just learning it or had you already been following her for a while?
3: No, great question. So my story started in 2016 and I hear so many people say that, that magic year, but it really was when I was photographed by someone who was following Sue's business model. And I was, I was just an assistant and she's like, you're going to get hair and makeup and you're going to put these clothes on and you're going to be my model. And I was like, what? And I'm telling you, ever since I had those portraits, I felt like I could conquer the world. I have never felt so beautiful in my entire life. And I was like, I'm doing this. I want to do this for women and men. Um, So I started in my living room. Like most other people, um, I used a B flat that I got for 50 bucks. And I had a big bay window. And I invited all my friends. And I had a hair and makeup artist. And I just went at it. Um, I did that for a good like four or five months. And then I started renting space around the corner from me. Um, so in 2017, I did that on and off. And I had some mommy and me sessions. I had um, just beauty portraits. And yeah, I just, I kept following everything she was giving out, the videos, the PDFs, and, uh, and then the Sue Bryce Education Facebook group. Oh my God. Just, I love that group. It is family to me. Yes,
2: I know. Our group is the best. And that's, I mean, that's how I wanted to share your story was just tracking your success and your posts from the group. So like, I just want to pause on, you had said earlier, like, so you get uh, furloughed from the job, which you ultimately get laid off from. Mm-hmm. Um, you're only ma- selling like 500, $500, $600 sales average. Yeah. So how did you get the confidence to raise your prices. And then what were you able to like jump? Like, well, I mean, maybe you could tell us what your sales average is now. How were you able to make that jump? And like, how long did it take you? Because I'm I'm just going to go ahead and guess it's not survivable to go full time on a five to $600 sales average.
3: It definitely is not. It definitely is not. Um, Especially having that, those two incomes, you know, I had two incomes coming in and then all of a sudden it was just like stripped out. And I was like, um, I'm living above my means. Hello. Um, what do I need to get rid of? But my sales average right now is 1700. Whoa. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. I'm very, I'm, proud of that number. Um, And I will say what gave me confidence is I went back over the pricing that uh, Sue has out there. And I was like, all right, Tiff, you know, talking to myself, I'm like, you know, what can, what do people, what do you feel like people will pay? And I did the 200 per digital. I did the 1000 for six digitals and 1200 or 1800 for 12 digitals. And then if anybody wanted more than 12, I did a 24 and I was 3,200 and I've sold four of those um, over that the last awesome. year. Yeah. I'm very happy. Um, and I, I felt like it was because I was able to build that content that these, you know, businesses were looking for, especially small businesses um, that wanted to kick off somewhere. You know, honestly, some people were like, I'm just in the middle of the- Pandemic, I'm gonna start my own business and I need photos. I I was like cheering them on. I'm like, yes, yes, you can do it. I'll help you.
2: That's so awesome. So, like, what do you think like was your biggest hurdle? Was it getting the sales average up, or was it getting more clients in the door, or was it a combination of both
3: for um, you? I'm gonna be Honest, it it was my own, it was me being in my own way. Okay. So just not believing uh, in yourself. Yep. (laughs) Yep. And I will tell you, I have an amazing woman that is a just an incredible mentor and friend in my life right now. And she said, Tiff, um, why don't you start up your private Facebook group? You know, I'd started a private VIP portrait Facebook group about three years ago when I started everything and she's like, kickstart it, get it, get people in there, get, get a group, get a tribe, like to start building. And I'm telling you, I think that has been one of the most instrumental pieces of my growth. Uh,
1: What, what does that entail? What is, what's going on in that group in your tribe?
3: Yeah. Um, it's so it's a private group. Um, you have to be invited to it. Um, I invited all of my past and present and future clients to there um, and they see behind the scenes. Um, I'm going to probably dive into this a little early, but I will tell you, I started getting into TikTok. <laughs> um, I, I will tell you, the only reason I'm doing TikTok is because I love the editing feature for videos on there. <laughs>
1: Are you doing the dances and everything pointing at bones?
3: No, 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 no. I don't I well, all right. I take it back. My nieces have had me in a couple TikTok videos. So but, a little bit of
1: dancing. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> just a little. Um, but I use it because during my sessions, um, during when people get hair and makeup, I take little snips with my iPhone of them getting their hair and makeup done. And then my hair and makeup artist stays behind, and she takes um, still shots of behind the scenes, and then I combine all of that into a TikTok behind the scene video, and I do a selfie at the end of every self uh, session, so I'm everyone expects it, and I post all that in my VIP group. Um, I also do reveal day favorites to my VIP group. I want people to really see what these women and men are are experiencing and it i think it's just been everyone talks about it when they come in for my wardrobe and styling consultations they're like are we going to do the video <laughs> you
1: know <laughs> no so yeah. did you create this group basically the moment you were furloughed and you're like this is something that i have to do right away no, or did this no. take time
3: no uh, so the group kevin was um it was out there i had i had 280 members like three years ago, I started it. (laughs) So So, then,
1: was it something that you had, uh, was it already going at the time? Or was it something that you kind of let kind of go away? But the moment, you know, furlough time came, it was like, let's get it going again.
3: Yes, that's exactly what happened. I kind of let it fall to the wayside because I was overwhelmed with running a full-time job, running a full-time business, doing Instagram, doing Facebook stories, Facebook, Instagram stories, all that. I was like, I can't do everything. <laughs> um, and, and it allowed me to kind of step back and be like, I really want to focus on these people that are investing in me and the experience. Um, and yeah, I'm at 763 members. <laughs>
2: so, wow.
3: Yeah. I'm happy. Number. Yeah. It's a good number. I'm getting there. Oh my We're gosh. every day. So,
2: That 763 number of people in your VIP group is so impressive. And one question I have is like, how do you revive a dead Facebook group? Because I would assume that the engagement's really low, people who might meet in there are like maybe stale or maybe like not used to engaging. Like how do you get people to actually post their own things or share their photos or
3: engage, especially when the group had gone quiet for so long? That's such a great question. I ran a, um, a contest for whoever added the most people got a $200 gift certificate with me. I mean, that was another like suggestion from my amazing mentor who has a group that is just as amazing. But I, I just kind of flowed from it. And I swear I have this one woman that has been like the biggest ambassador of that group. I, I told her, I'm like, you will never pay for photos. <laughs> <laughs> I told her that I'm like, and and she's like, I want my mom to come in for the forty over forty campaign that you're doing, and I'm like, she doesn't have to pay for anything. You've just been instrumental in getting me business. And um, give her everything, just, just yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. I shouldn't give away the the everything, but she's, I will. I'm just, I'm so happy to like have that community. But it wasn't just her. There were other people too that it just kept getting more and more noticed. And also, people are tagging me on Facebook with that particular group name. So they're like, huh, you know, how do I explain it? So it's a private group and they'll be like, oh, what is this? And they will join based on seeing the tag. Mm-hmm. Um, you can still see the tag in Facebook um, outside of like the private um, uh, group. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, I've been doing that engagement. I've used some of my own like videos to, um, just get engagement and ask questions. Um, yeah, the campaigns that I've been doing too have been helping. Um, yeah, let's because, let's yeah. pause on that for a second because yeah. um, okay. Kevin and I definitely
2: wanted to ask you, like, when you're when you go full time from losing a you know a day job, you have to have something to get bums in seats. So, like, what mm-hmm. specifically did you do? Like, what campaigns, what promotions did you run to really like infuse? that injection of people coming through the door?
3: Um, so one, I, d- I did several, <laughs> which is a little overwhelming, but I will say the business branding was 225. They come in, I get them in the door. Um, they get hair and makeup, they get wardrobe consultation. And that, that really, I felt like that was a good number. And I, I, I got a lot of people, especially real estate agents, um so wait, it, let it, me just clarify. It was
2: $225. Yep. Included hair and makeup. Was there like a name to this campaign? It was just it was just branding no, or uh, It's empowered business branding. Empowered business branding. Okay. Yeah. So you're yeah. you're marketing this It's a special price. It's 225 mm-hmm. and they get hair and makeup and they get what one image or what do what yeah. else do they get for it? Uh $100 credit. $100 credit. Products. And yep. and the product started you said two hundred forty dollars. Yeah. Okay. Um so at the worst situation you're actually kind of walking away with what 325 because a hundred dollars for the one in- I assume no one's yeah. walking away without an
3: image. Right. <laughs> they're not okay. they're not. I, I, I will be I'm very happy to to say that people are getting at, at the minimum six. So that makes oh, me awesome. feel really wow. yeah. That makes me feel so good. Um, That's awesome. I, yeah, I, I know it's because I just take the time to really build and vig, you know, uh, visualize what these people need for their businesses. You know, they bring in props. Um, we have that wardrobe and, and styling consultation that just, it, I think it just ties everything together. And I've, ever since I introduced that particular piece over the last year and a half, the wardrobe and styling consult wasn't something I was always doing. Um, and now I'm like, why wasn't I doing this before? <laughs> um,
1: so, are, so are you using that as like a selling point now in in your campaigns?
3: Oh, most definitely. Yes. And um, at first people are like, well, what do you mean I have to come in twice? <laughs> mm. And I'm like, and, and you know, I will be honest. I've been a little bit creative and I've done some Zoom wardrobe styling consultations for people who are over two hours away from me. Um, but some will drive that far twice, you know. And I, I'm flattered by that. And I think it's also because they, you know, it, women, women especially, just want to be pampered. Even if you're a business owner, like let's just have some fun. Let's try and clothes together. I have two full racks of uh, clothing in my studio. So even if they walk in empty-handed, which I, I, I encourage them not to, because I really want them to bring something. Um, they will have something, they will find something in my clothing options. Do you have like business
2: clothing? Yeah. Usually when people mm-hmm. say, oh, wow. Okay. Cause usually yes. when people say they have a wardrobe rack. I'm thinking
3: no. like no. two no. rows no. and sequins. No. So, <laughs> okay. so Ashley, yeah. So Ashley, remember I, you know, I was in the corporate world. I traveled, um, and I, no offense, but I dry cleaned my clothes. I had, you know, things that still had tags on them. Oh yeah. I, You know, um, I had blazers, you know, just, you know, simple blouses, skirts, um, a few dresses, but I also have a, a shopping problem. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> do, yeah. Do not give me a new link for a new shopping online. Cause I will be on it in two seconds. <laughs> That's hilarious.
1: So was, was this wardrobe basically made up of everything and and maybe a little bit of your shopping addiction Uh, or did you go specifically going out to. (laughs) So so that's uh, funny.
3: You said that, Kevin, my husband will say yes. Um, (laughs) but, um, but also it's funny because I, I will have clients in and we'll do their wardrobe consult, but sometimes after they leave, I'm like, I'm going to find one more thing for them. And I know that's not mm, sensible and probably not. Um, you know, something that you should do all the time. But, uh, you know, one, I want, I want to tell you really quick this one story that happened. So I had someone come in for a business branding. She brought in this beautiful dress, so excited about it. And the day of her portrait session, she called me crying. And she was like, no. my, dr- my dry cleaners ruined my dress. Oh, no. And I was mortified. I'm like, still come in. Like, you know, let's clean yourself up. I have something for you. Because I literally, I don't know what it was, but something in me said that I I needed to get something else for her particular session. And she ended up loving the dress that I got her. So, you know, and like little stories like that. And I will tell you, she has been an amazing client for me, too, because she just, I went that extra step. And it, I didn't know that the dry cleaners ruined her dress, you know, <laughs> um, but I... I feel like that's just one part of the experience that I continue to give people, regardless if you're coming in for business or beauty.
1: So, so just, just see, uh, what was the price of the dress? Can you, if you can remember (laughs) that you bought and what was the end result? What did she end up walking away with? Goodness.
3: She definitely got six digitals. I know that. Um, And so that's what 1200 you said? Yeah. No, a thousand. a thousand. A
1: thousand. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm assuming the- this dress I- wasn't over, say, it, 50 it, bucks? It,
3: no, it was not. It was on Amazon. Like, you can get anything on Amazon.
2: I know I learned that from Sue on one of her um it was a few years ago but on her lives and she she has an amazing for members like Amazon style guide that you can download with like link yeah yeah she's yeah that's one of the amazing perks about being an SBE member is that style guide that that we have access to
3: I I, Amazon yes I actually use some of those links that she sent for my style guide and I also have links to like Lulu's and like a whole bunch of Torrid, like all these other places that just are staples, you know, White House, Black Market, um, yeah, uh, the loft, all those. So people are like, Oh my God, I went through all your lengths. I'm like, I know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to overwhelm you, (laughs) but I want to, I want them to be prepared when they come in. Okay. So you had obviously a very
2: successful branding campaign and then, but you said you had a few campaigns. So yeah. <laughs> tell me
3: about what else you were up to. Um, so in January, I did um, a beauty model call. Tell me like, what does a beauty model call mean? Uh, elaborate on that.
2: Yeah,
3: I, it was a spin-off. You know, I, I was kind of going through what, you know, Sue had said about the Faces campaign um, and about, you know, just knowing that there was a few women that were coming to me and they're like, you know what? I just want to do this for me. And I was like, Oh, it's such a good idea. How can I go off in this? And then the awards and creditations came with Sue Bryce's education. And I was like, how can I build more of my portfolio? Not that I, you know, I I felt like I had a good one, but more creative, creative shoots. How can I Mm -hmm. do that? And I was like, Ooh, beauty model call where people are like model for a day. So I, th- I did this campaign on my private Facebook group. I didn't do it anywhere else and you had to apply and I had to accept you. Oh. So, yep. And I only accepted 15 people um, because it was $99. That's all they paid. So yes, it was mm, putting me in a sticky situation because hair and makeups usually 150 to 200, so they were getting the hair and makeup. They were getting the wardrobe consultation. They weren't getting anything else. They weren't getting a credit or anything like that. Just $99 booked you. And I got 25 applicants. I accepted 15 and I've, I've photographed 10 so far. So I started that in January and my sales are about 7,000 right now. Wow. Like 7,000 average or 7,000 total? total,
2: total. Okay, so it's, it's so the average is about what, like a thousand mm. per
3: client you said yeah. you haven't photographed all of them it's maybe a little less little little less I would say between eight and nine hundred right now but I have um, like four reveals coming up too so or yeah one two yeah four reveals coming up so that average will probably go up but you know it's it, it loves- awesome and then you you yeah. go ahead. oh
2: sorry I was gonna also say you also said you did a 40 over 40 campaign yes, too, yes. right
3: I just kicked that off uh the end of April Yes. The end oh, okay. Of so you've just been campaign after campaign <laughs> after campaign. Well, I was, I was a little bit anxious about kicking off the 40 over 40, but I was because I had had the beauty model and I was like, Oh, no one's going to want to do it because they just did the beauty model. I'm like, stop it. Like, you know, talking to myself constantly. Um, and I have five, I have five people booked so far, you know, I'm, I've been doing some advertising Uh, through Facebook, but I also am having someone build me a PDF guide um, because I have a lot of women that are over 40 that I have been in front of my camera over the last year or two. And they all were like, yes, I want to be a part of this for you and help build you up. So, um, and I'm 52. So I use my own face um, to start the campaign. I'm going to bring Ali on stage.
2: Ali, do you want to ask your question?
4: yeah yeah hi everyone thank you for bringing me up on the stage so um I'm, uh, uh, if you look on my bio i'm a teacher i'm uh, a beginner photographer and i'm a designer so uh, i have an, an account uh, a business account on instagram uh, uh, photography especially for photography specialist, so I have uh, some questions. I I don't have reel on my my business account on us, on Instagram. I don't want I don't know what is or is the problem, you know. I uh, especially take uh, photos for a landscape but not your photos like sunset and, and patterns. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, okay, so I need take- I need real in my.
4: I need reels on my on my account Instagram account, and I want uh, some tricks and tips for growing up my account.
2: Okay, so I'm just gonna thank you very that. much. Yeah, thank you. Um, so Ali, I think, is asking how to just grow his Instagram to be more for portraits and le- less like the landscapes and all that. And how to get the right people on it? So, Tiffany, do you have any advice? Yeah. I know you were talking about TikTok a lot too.
3: Yeah. Um. So. Instagram, geez. Um, I had two different accounts and during the pandemic, I closed one of them because I had one for just portraits. And then I had one that was mostly my weddings and I just migrated them into just one because I couldn't manage both. (laughs) Um, and I also felt like I had more followers on the one that with the weddings and, you know, um, and then I just start being consistent. You know, I know that uh, Sue always says, Sue Bryce always says, uh, show what you want to sell. And I will, I'm going to be really honest. That is just like, it's it's gold. It's the best advice in the world. Um, you, I feel like no one's really, <laughs> I hate to say this. I'm getting wedding inquiries, but no one's booking me. <laughs> and I'm laughing about it because Ashley and I have talked about this in the past that you know, it's, you know, what you, I remember what you did, Ashley, you took all your stuff off of your, your website and everything. And I'm like, should I take my wedding stuff off, you know? Um, but all I've been doing at this point is really just posting most of my portrait and business branding on there. And then I've been doing reels, Instagram reels and Instagram stories. Like I am, I'm just, I feel like I'm always on my phone. (laughs) Oh, um, yes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but the reels are easy. Actually, I believe you can use a TikTok video you that can. you made and you can create a reel with it. Yes. Yeah, you um, can. You can vice mm-hmm. versa.
2: It you could either start on reels, export it, and put it on yeah. TikTok or go the other way. The only thing you want to be careful of with TikTok is that you remove the TikTok watermark because Instagram uh, doesn't like um uh, TikTok watermarks and they'll like suppress that reel from going out. Uh, but um But yeah, (laughs) so you can definitely repurpose that content, which is really helpful. And then you just have one video that you've created that you can put, like you said, in your VIP group, Mm -hmm. you can put it on TikTok, you can put it on Instagram. And Mm -hmm. that's a lot of like, that's triple the exposure for one piece of work that takes you however many minutes to create it. So I mean, yeah, I would say to Ali, yeah, you you should focus on what you want to sell. You should show that and um if you want to have like a personal account where you show more of your travel and your landscape just because you you like doing that for yourself um do that but like tiffany's saying you should have an account where your primary focus is on getting your the clients that you want and showing work that would attract those clients
3: yep exactly exactly
2: um okay so tiffany um i want (sighs) while we're waiting for other questions to come in to bring you back to the campaigns. so Um, One way you're promoting these is through your VIP and filling them up is through your VIP Facebook group. But Mm -hmm. you also mentioned kind of dabbling in Facebook ads. So I was wondering if you could share a little bit about how that works, how you decided to take that step and pay for advertising, how it's going. Mm.
3: Uh, I'm almost speechless with the Facebook ads. I've, I've been like reading and researching, like, what's the best way to do it. And I actually had someone reach out to me to help me a little bit with them, too. Um, I do have the Facebook uh, pixels on there. Um, so yeah. that's helping me to, um, see, yeah, I'm still new to this, um, to see, you know, where my demographics is and, you know, the ideal client out there and where I want to target. And I'm, <laughs> I just ran um, an ad and it was 92% men, even though I targeted women. Um, I don't know why. So I need to regroup. And I spent like $150. So, I mean, it's a lot of money, but at the same time, I'm like, all right, well, at least it wasn't $500, you know? Um, so I need to go back. And that was definitely for my, um, that was for my business branding. Um, and I had targeted, targeted men and women um so it was it was odd that I had more more men interaction no offense to all the men out there um but it was it was just odd um to me so but and also it was in New York and I had said um New England area so I think when you're doing a Facebook ad this is my advice stay local don't like spread out um start small you know um because I think you know you may not get a huge audience but Someone's going to pick it up, and I did. I did have a few actually inquire from from that particular that ad, but I just was looking at the you know the stats and the, um, you know who it went out to, and I was like, huh. <laughs> All right, I gotta rethink this a little bit. Um, so yeah, my, you know, one thing I will say, I'm I've been getting a lot of word of mouth, and I'm gonna tell you why. It's been because. Uh, one of my branding clients from last year has a few friends that are realtors, and I know i just said this before, but realtors are a big community you know real estate right now is pretty hot they they really are out there like hustling every single day because of the market um, you know the rates everything so i got i 've been getting referrals from like one of the realtor 's bosses like i i haven 't even photographed him. You know, like that, that just makes me feel amazing. I'm like, wait, <laughs> I, mean, I haven't even photographed you yet. And he's like, no, you're amazing. I love what you did with my, you know, my people and blah, blah, blah. So I'm trying to keep that word of mouth out there more and more and more.
1: You know, it's funny you, you bring up uh, real estate is I, yeah. on my business page. I follow a bunch of, you know, different businesses, different people. And as you said, the, the real estate people are, are hustling. They are putting in oh, their yeah. time.
3: Oh, yeah. they are. <laughs> I actually was in a magazine. Um, my portrait was in a magazine with one of them because she um, was nominated as like one of the biggest hustlers out there. You know, like oh. she just. Yeah, it was so awesome. It, it's just humbling. I just had one of my portraits on a billboard for a real estate agent. Um, so it just. Yeah, it <laughs> makes me feel good. It's like I wish it was my picture. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> My logo wasn't on it, darn it, but Darn um, it. <laughs> darn it. But that's so, okay. You,
1: with everything you've tried, you have you have TikTok, yeah. you have Facebook ads, you have word of yeah. mouth, you have your Facebook group. Yes. What marketing or networking tactic did you feel has had the greatest return for you as you're trying to grow your portrait uh business?
3: Um say Facebook, the Facebook VIP group, but also my Instagram stories. You know, um, I try to post out there, you know, my behind the scenes from TikTok, obviously. Um, But I do feel like that has been generating a lot of leads. And also just, uh, you know, I've been networking, you know, through um, some women groups as well. Um, I was actually interviewed on a Um, radio show a few months ago. that was in Worcester. um, That's out towards Boston area. Um, But it's just, it's, it's trying to just make sure that people see the experience as much as possible. Marketing has been, um, it's exhausting, but it's worth it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be honest. It's exhausting, but worth it. Cause I, I, you know, I'm almost at that point where I want to like hire someone to help me um, because
1: I, I feel, Yeah. What is stopping you? I'm, I'm thinking. I'm like, oh, oh, she sounds so busy. Yeah, with, I, with the oh, Facebook group, the the TikToks, yeah. everything. I'm like, um, has she thought about uh, outsourcing it to anybody? I,
3: I have, I have. I've interviewed a couple of people. I'm not ready for the commitment yet. I feel like I need to get a little more income under my belt, um, and and, and go from there. I also need to outsource my editing. You know, that's another thing that. I think will free up my time so I can maybe focus on the marketing and networking a little more. Um, Cause I love that. Um, I also love, you know, obviously photographing businesses and, and, and women and men and just families. I just had a, You know, what's really, you know, you guys will laugh, but it's probably because of the pandemic, but I've had a ton of maternity sessions and everyone's like, Oh yeah. Cause everybody was to know And I'm <laughs> You know they all want to do indoor. You know before it was outdoor maternity sessions for me and my families and now they want to come inside. And I, I'm like I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving that.
1: Do you think that that's that's kind of due to kind of what you've been showing? Cuz previously you had you said you had your your wedding uh which I'm assuming are outdoor shots or as mm-hmm. now you're posting indoor. So now all of a sudden everyone who's reaching out to you sees that. Yeah, and thinking, oh yeah, maternity yeah. indoor. That's what I so, want to
3: do. Yeah, they actually will say it too. I've had a couple that were scheduled to be outdoors and because of weather, I was able to give them an option indoors. And they said they're so glad they did it indoors now that they thought, you know, saw the portraits, or they see, you know, someone else's portraits in the VIP group or on my Instagram story and they're like, Can I wear that dress? Can you make me do this? you know, um, or, you know, it's amazing. I'm, I really feel like that's been one of the biggest parts recently is like past clients, like past wedding clients, you know, they are in my group too. Um, And, you know, some of them are starting to have babies and they want to continue their journey with me, which is so humbling.
1: Hmm. Now I was going to ask, you said you had your Facebook VIP group, which is made Mm -hmm. up of, previous uh clients clients that you're planning on shooting in the future Mm -hmm. did you plan did you end up reaching out to them say via email or any other means to kind of be like hey i'm available for you know maternity or business branding or something or anything like that
3: i will admit i have been a little bold sometimes yes um in messaging (laughs) them privately (laughs) Like, hey, I heard you're pregnant. I saw you know, are you interested? You know, I yeah, you know, I have done that for a couple, but others um have come back to me um just because they loved their wedding photography, or I did maybe their family, or that one of their friends had um, a maternity session with me. Um, but you no, know, I I I will say I'm i I'm, I'm a little bit modest in that respect because I don't want people to be overwhelmed. I think that's, there's a fine line with um, being a little too pushy. <laughs> Tiffany, though,
2: I just want to say, like, I, I totally get what you're saying about not wanting to be too pushy. But I do mm-hmm. think it's great that you like have the confidence to reach out when, um, you know, when you obviously felt comfortable when you saw someone was pregnant, or when you saw an opportunity for them to come back. Because oftentimes, like, people actually really appreciate being thought of and reached out to and Mm -hmm. maybe it's the little push they needed to really make that investment in themselves. And it's kind of like that thing where if you don't ask, you don't get. So I think it's actually like a thing that all of us photographers need to remember that Like not to be afraid of our past clients, like Mm -hmm. they liked working with us. So don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to say like, Hey, you know, would you like to come back in for a session? Maybe offer them a credit or something. So it doesn't feel completely like self-interested and pushy, but, Mm -hmm. um, like there's really nothing wrong with it. And a lot of times like that is like our repeat clients are our easiest path to more income. So I think what you said is a great reminder for everyone. Yeah.
3: And I I will say there's a shift in my business income. I I went through the numbers before I got on this call. And I, last year, um, September was my biggest month. And it's probably the biggest month I ever had ever in my photography business during the pandemic. I mean, In (laughs) in September, September. Um, and it wasn't even, I would say maybe, maybe like 10% was weddings, you know, like booking for this year. But uh, I have uh, two weddings booked for next year. And I'm, I'm okay with that. That's awesome. Because I think
2: also, like, it's maybe now that things are really opened up in most places in this country, the United States. Um, mm-hmm. people forget. But like September, I think last year, we were having a second wave, there was a lot yes. of anxiety with an election coming up, like mm-hmm. it was kind of a wild, crazy time back then. Mm-hmm. So for that to be like your biggest month really shows like, how much hustling and putting yourself out there in scary times can really make a difference in yeah. whether someone succeeds or, or doesn't. Yeah, so I did want to ask, like, what have you learned about yourself since Having to step up and go full-time. Because I know, like you said in the very beginning of this chat, it was scary. You were afraid to do it. You needed a push. So, like, what did you learn about yourself in this
3: amazing process of, like, spreading your wings and flying? Um, that I, ca- I can not only propel myself, but I can propel others forward. Um, the, the feeling that I get from business and just beauty portraits is intense like it fuels my soul because I see these people absolutely transition into like I hated every single business portrait I ever had to like getting 20 photos and then coming back to me (laughs) coming back to me for you know like a beauty campaign because they just want to wear you know a robe or they saw someone else you know wearing this or that um that's you know for me personally I think the confidence that I didn't have when I was running this I would say sideways <laughs> my business sideways I call it sideways just because I was bouncing so much you know I, my my boys are older I, you know my husband is about to be retired and I'm transitioning you know I say you're never too late I started this when I was 45 you know and I feel like You know, I just talked to someone today who was like, I'm going to start nursing school. She's 49. I'm like, good for you. You know, Um, it just, I think it's also this, Ashley and Kevin, it's the stories that I get to hear from people. Like, I feel like my studio is like an open, no judgment zone. People just let their hair down and just feel so good and confident and secure. And they trust me. You know, that's, I think, a huge thing that makes me just feel more um, more alive, you know? Um, I, I, I encourage people who are just kind of sitting out there going, "I don't know if I can do this, Just do it. Like just you can do it. I, if I can do it, you can do it."
2: I love that. And then yeah, what are your goals for I mean, we're halfway, mm. can't believe it, we're halfway through 2021 I know. already. But what are your your business goals and plans for the rest of the year?
3: Um, I'm going to tell you my income is um, what it was at the end of last year right now. Like six months. I'm freaking out about that number (laughs) a little bit Um, because I'm like, all right, the next six months have to be like this too, okay? (laughs) Um, But I, I had a goal in my mind of what I want it to be for the end of this year, and I'm halfway there. So I feel good about that. Oh my gosh, um, that's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I feel that one of my business goals is I want to get a full time assistant. I feel that I need someone to manage the back end of my business um, because I want to be fully invested in my clients and the experience that they're getting. And I'm, I just feel like I'm running myself ragged. I'm like, how did I do this before? Um, And I think it's just because I'm hustling so hard and making sure that people are taken care of and that they are happy. Um, I'm a perfectionist, which is, you know, not the greatest trait, but it is. And, you know, for me, I really want to continue to build um, my business branding And, and also the 40 over 40 campaign has just been, it's, it's something that's really special to me because I've never felt more alive in my life than I have in my fifties and forties. Um, and I just, I want women to feel that. I love that.
2: Um, I was wondering too, because I had a similar experience when I stopped shooting weddings and it's kind of similar for you both with stopping shooting weddings and, um, with the day job, but did you feel like in a way, once you lost that stuff that you felt was your security, you actually could expand into that? Because like, did you have this experience where it's like, you just kind (laughs) of realized what you thought was secure was actually preventing you
3: from giving
2: your all to the portrait business? Oh my
3: god, yes. Yes. So much. I mean, honestly, I walked out of my office after having my my interview or not interview, but I guess it was my exit interview and looked at my husband. I said, they let me go. He goes, oh, you can live your dream job now. <laughs> I <laughs> love like
1: that. Taking off the golden handcuffs. Finally. <laughs> yes. You're free. Make it happen. Yeah,
3: He's like, come on, you got to work. He, he is my biggest advocate. He gave me my first camera. Uh, God, over 20 years ago. And he's always been, you know, behind me with that. But you know, the, the photography stuff was always, you know, a hobby kind of thing. And I was like, hey, I'm making some money with this now. It's not a hobby anymore. Um, yeah. So, and, and I lost my passion for the IT world, you know, and he saw it too. And you know, I started getting kind of bad reviews <laughs> from my job. And I'm like, I've never had a bad review. It must be my business. I don't care. I like my business better. So. Oh, that's um, definitely
1: time to, <laughs> that's
3: definitely what it tells I needed, I needed this so bad. It was so bittersweet. And I, I know a lot of people did come around, you know, and, and made, um, lemonade out of lemons. And I feel like I am that person. I, I definitely encourage people who are just, you know, starting out or just, you know, some of the wedding photographers too, didn't have like a studio to fall back on, you know, they suffered a lot. And I, you know, I I did rent out my space a couple of times to them and, you know, I do feel like. It's so important to um, not forget where you came from, you know, humble beginnings, because I definitely have grown more confident, I would say a little more talented, um, more sure of my creativity, um, especially because I'm pushing myself with these beauty model sessions and able to get women in there who are like, I just want to do this for you. Like they don't even, (laughs) they say it for me and I'm like, are you sure i thought you wanted it for you no whatever you want tiff let's do it so i love that like every single one of them have been like that
1: tiffany you don't have to answer this if you don't want what what is that number at the end of the year that you're hoping to hit
2: 150 Woo, girl you said you were halfway Mm -hmm. there Hmm.
3: Yeah, almost, almost halfway there. Almost, it's my number. That's amazing. That's really amazing. I'm, I'm, uh, only taking one week of vacation.
1: (laughs) Here's a follow-up for that. Okay. What do you think that you can do to pass that number?
3: Raise my. Remember,
1: Sue says, you know, (laughs) uh, no more, no less. Right. Let's go Um. more.
4: Yeah. What
1: can you do to go more? Because that, that's a good number. That's a good number. But let's see, what do you think you might be able to change to potentially go past that number?
3: Um, definitely raising my prices um, because I do feel I am at that point where I'm, I'm building, like, packages just for real estate agents. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're going above that package, like a special. Like, they're, they're purchasing more than that. Um, yeah. And
1: I'm like, huh, all that right. I'm telling you something right there. It's time.
3: Yes. Yeah. So, um, and I still get the naysayers like, oh, but you're too expensive. I'm just going to go sit on a stool and get a headshot. I'm like, all right, go ahead. You know, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that photographer. I'm not. I, I want you to have content every single week that you can change your profile picture or introduce your product. Um, I just had a baker in the other day. She came back to me twice now. Um, because she changed her business model a little bit. She changed her color of her hair. She lost weight. Like, and she came in with two t-shirts and the, I dressed her and everything in my studio. Do You know what I mean? Like, I just, I feel like people are, are seeing what I'm doing and that's, what's really feeling my, my joy. So I'm, you- I'm hoping that is one thing, Kevin, though, that is raising my prices. I have to feel that confidence to do that. Yes.
1: Do you think that potentially hiring that assistant that you say you want? can then give you the opportunity to focus more on more clients to then make more money.
3: Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. I do think that that's a good step. It's scary to me to have an employee, <laughs> you know, it's, it's already scary being my own boss. I'm like, all right, if you procrastinate way too much, like you need to get this done today. You know, I, um, but I think that that is going to be something I have to do in order for me to get to that number. Um, so I'm, I'm getting there. I'm, I've had a couple people out there that I'm thinking about. So, yeah, I just, I really think that that will help me. I also think being a little more organized, not um, procrastinating on, on social media so much. I want that assistant to actually be my social media person as well. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Of it. You yeah, have so much on your plate. Yeah, to yeah. so many different aspects yeah,
3: of it. Yeah, yeah, post post this on TikTok, post this on Facebook, post this on Instagram. Um, and also, will you edit for me? Oh, and answer those 50 emails. <laughs> I'll,
1: I'll just be back and I'm gonna go. ahead. And <laughs> <I'll> be, <shoot. laughs>
3: yeah, exactly. It's like, I didn't have an assistant yesterday for a shoot. And oh, my God, I, I was miserable. I'm like, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> I have relying so much on someone being there to help me with the backdrops and stuff. And I didn't expect to need somebody. And then I was like, yes, Tiff, every single shoot, you need someone. I even do that for weddings. I have an assistant with me, not just my second photographer. Um, so yeah, once you rely on someone, um, you know, you, you it's a crutch, you know?
1: Well, Tiff. to, uh, Tiffany, yeah. we're we're coming up on the one hour mark. It has been such a pleasure being able to talk to you. It's been super fun. Thank um, you. But before before we let you go, uh, I want to let our listeners know where they can find you. What are your your social handles?
3: Yes, um, I'm also on LinkedIn. Uh, okay, cool. so I just I, I'm on LinkedIn. I have been. Um, I'm trying to think of the photographer that was on our Facebook group, but. He was uh amazing and just being like get on linkedin um so i am tiff chapman photo on instagram so it's two f's so t-i-f-f chapman and then i have a website tiffanychapmanphotography.com and i'm on facebook as tiff chapman photo as
1: well awesome well everyone please please go follow tiffany Please also make sure to follow the portrait system on Instagram and on Facebook as well. Uh, If you are a member of Sue Bryce Education and you have more questions for Tiffany, Ashley, or myself, go tag us in a post in the SBE uh, members only Facebook group. And if you're not a member of the Sue Bryce Education and if you are interested in learning uh, more about how it can help your business succeed, please email Ella uh, in our support at support at SueBriceEducation.com. Thank you again for joining us and hope we get to see you next week.
0: Yeah, thank thank you you so much for sharing your story, Tiffany. Thank you for having me. Thanks again for listening today. And don't forget, you can listen to either me or our special guests every Friday on Clubhouse at 11 a.m. Pacific. Thank you so much for listening to the Portrait System Podcast. Your five-star reviews really help us to continue what we do. So if you like listening, would you mind giving us a review wherever you listen? I also encourage you to head over to subriceeducation.com where you can find all of the education you need to be a successful photographer. There are over 1,000 on-demand educational videos on things like posing, lighting, styling, retouching, shooting, marketing, sales, business, and self-value. There's also the 90-Day Startup Challenge, plus so many downloads showing hundreds of different poses. We have to-do checklists for your business, lighting PDFs, I mean truly everything to help make you a better photographer and to make you more money. Once again, that's subriceeducation.com. It's time for me to tell you about this episode's sponsor, Fujifilm North America. If you haven't experienced portraits and wedding scenes created on the large format GFX system digital camera sensor, you are missing out. Along with up to 102 megapixel resolution, you'll find rich colors and gorgeous in-camera looks. There's also AI-driven subject detection and 8 frames per second bursts inside the compact GFX100 digital camera. Hit the link in this episode's description to view the products. It's time to dream big in your creative process.